So I'm here with the CEO and owner of Soltec, Pierre Senegar. Did I do it okay? Uh, Pierre-André Senizerg. Yeah, much that better. That was close. Much better. <laughs> my son's going to be horrified he's taking French. He'll be embarrassed by my pronunciation there. Anyway, thanks for meeting with me. It's been a long time since we've talked. Let's just talk. How was 2018 for you guys? Oh, so 2018 was a pretty good year, you know. Definitely we saw in uh, snowboarding, very strong year uh, for 32. We saw some very strong indication on the footwear uh, about the 90s trend, you know, and a kind of a beginning of the, that trend. Uh, and then, uh, so yeah, we're basically ready now for 19. 19. <laughs> so I had to laugh earlier because you talked about the 90s and you have been telling me for like years, the 90s is coming back, the 90s is coming back. And I'm like, when, Pierre, when? But it's here, right? So how is that impacting you guys? Yeah, definitely has uh, impacted us very positively because we having a lot of meetings right now with a lot of retailers coming, checking with us. So they see a lot of the big brands you see in the market right now, like the Fila, you know, for example, uh, of the champion, you know, having a huge uh, footprint impact you know, in the market. But uh, something is missing in that uh, 90s trend is the, the skate brand, you know, because pretty much like all those bigger profile came from skateboarding, you know. So the 90s has been seen as like a fashionable things right now, uh, but without the original players, the OG players, you know. So uh, so a lot of uh, bigger accounts and smaller accounts are coming to us uh, asking, okay, how can we plug you in, you know, with that trend? Because we also need that authenticity, not just uh, that fashion. We need that authenticity, authenticity from a sense of like where the story came from, you know, that brings a lot of marketing and a lot and control a lot of the conversation. Interesting. So, <clears throat> so I'm guessing some big retailers are coming. I guess I was just in Urban Outfitters and seeing the big, you know, Fila and even North Face. They've brought back inside of sort of a '90s way. It's very interesting. Yeah, exactly. I think that trend is so so strong right now, and try to, people are trying to put their head around it to really understand, you know, how it works, you know. But uh, we, yeah, we're having a lot of meaningful meaningful uh, meeting right now. But for us, is uh, always to make sure where's it going, you know. You know, how does that represent our brand? How does it represent our industry? How do we tell the story in an authentic way, you know? And uh, but I think that 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 trend, the '90s trend, is a, is very good in the sense that. It brings a lot of like uh, innovation, colors. It's much more fun, you know. Right. Uh, that uh, the trend that we've been following, I would say, probably the last since 2000, which which was more like a indie rock type of trend. That was a more of a, a boring trend, I have to say, you know. And the 90s was a very live kind of trend. You know, more colors, more technology, uh, crazy design. You know, uh, all this was much more, you know, uh, enlightening. Yeah, how fun. Um, and I've been hearing good things about 32, how it's been performing in the market. So 32 has been very strong. Uh, so far as we always, you know, try to make the best uh, product possible, you know, for our, our team. And it's always a rider-driven uh, company. Uh, the snow has been extremely good. So, yeah, it helps a lot. But I think we'll be also introducing a lot of very good uh, products. You know, we're working with uh, Nicola Müller now. So he's one of the legends, you know, from uh, Europe, from uh, Switzerland. But also we work... Uh, with a company like Michelin. So we designed a special uh, outsole for him uh, that we work with the Michelin group uh, to have a better grip, you know, and a lighter boots. Um, so it brings a lot of momentum and a little bit more like actually fun 
in a color way also with a writer from Europe. I was going to say that I was struck when I saw the his collection yesterday about the bright colors. I'm looking at it behind you right now. It's like the purple and the reddish orange. Tell me about those colors. Yeah, I think those colors comes a lot with what's happening, you know, from this revival from the 90s, you know. Again, a lot of more yeah. colors, you know. It's not just about the black and white, you know, anymore. You know, it's about, like, seeing something very different, uh, very shaking, you know, at a bit. Uh, but I think uh, it's a mix of, like... Uh, I would say 80s colors and mixed with a more muted color uh, that combined with the 90s, 90s influence in, uh, in, in colors too. And what about 32 Outerwear? Where are you guys with that? So it's doing pretty good, 32 Outerwear. Actually, the, we see, uh, again, because of the season has been so good, uh, definitely you know, uh, working good. But in, uh, in a lot of the colors we did for, uh, for the Outerwear, for example, we, we use more like a, like a vintage uh, a feel to it. You know, in, in, in the design, so maybe a little bit uh, muted in, in some of the colors. Uh, but the other way has been really so, uh, we have a very good response, you know, because it, it works, of course, you know, very well with the boots. So sometimes, you know, people like to, to buy, you know, the, the jacket that goes with the, with the boots. And same thing with the riders, we have a special collection for each rider that goes with the other wear and with their boots, their oh. signature boots. And this, so the signature stuff really sells, because I know sometimes in other, in other sports, it's like, They'll have signature stuff, but that doesn't really sell well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it doesn't always work, you know, yeah. the signature things. I mean, there's like, a, but here, I mean, it works because the personality of the writers are so different and they want a different style. Right. You know, a different uh, uh, color palette, you know, with their, with their gears. Yeah. So I was surprised to see that you guys were going to be, well, wait, are you here with Etnies? So we're here with uh, OR. Right. And uh, with Etnies too. And uh, SIA was uh, 32, you know, basically. So that surprised me, the Etnies and the OR. Tell me about that. So what happened is like the, we start having a lot of demand, you know, with our winterized product uh, with Etnies. So we've been doing some um, a special product that works better for the winter. Uh, we did a signature actually a program with uh, Jeremy Jones. And uh, basically it's a high top type of shoes. But we also work with a Michelin to do the, uh, the bottom of the sole. Uh, and it's like a ice control uh, technology, hmm. which basically if you, uh, you walk on ice, it's actually grip. You know, so it's very practical when, <laughs> when things are cool and you walk outside, you know that you're not going to do a backflip right. when you walk <laughs> down the street. <laughs> right. So that's been received uh, very well. Uh, also, we launched uh, a mountain bike uh, product too with, uh, uh, with uh, Braden Samanuk. Huh. So Braden Samanuk is one of the best you know, uh, mountain bike uh, rider in, in freestyle. So he won like uh, many times the uh, Red Bull uh, Rampage. You know, when they jump off those cliffs in the canyons, it's really crazy. Wow. Uh, so it's basically the Michael Jordan of, uh, I would say, of uh, mountain bike. Um, and uh, so we designed a, a shoe specially for him, you know, that worked for mountain bike uh, with uh, a strong function on the outsole. So it's actually grip on the, on the pedal, but it's also it's not, not too flexible. So it holds on the pedal very well, but also it's a design uh, the side of the shoes it, where the pedal is against the chain is actually made of more durable uh, material so it doesn't get destroyed you know uh, along the way so it's uh, super exciting you know and also we have a few um, Michelin outsole too the, for, the, for BMX and mountain bike that we've been working in that program in that program called the Crank Series oh okay I didn't even know you guys were in mountain bike yeah it's very new okay you know, it is new we're uh, cool. just launching this uh, season oh you well, know, that's exciting. Uh, pretty much for fall uh, 19, and uh, we did a, a, a quick launch uh, last year in, uh, in, in the holidays. Okay. So I know it's been tough on the skate market, you know, with sort of like the Adidas's and the Vans of the world just 
being who they are. Yeah. So how have you guys tried to navigate that? So basically, we, we stay focused on what, what we are, you know, what we're about, you know, this very authentic brand made by a skater, you know, for skater, you know, constantly try to improve uh, the product. So for example, like, you know, the idea about working with Michelin, uh, give us an edge, you know, because they're so like, extremely good. They last like three times longer than normal outsole. They also uh, uh, grip much better. So when you push, you can have a faster acceleration, you know. Uh, and they also have, uh, it's a very good compound that absorb uh, impact very well. So uh, we've been able to get very good exposure with uh, Chris Justlin too, when we launched uh, his pro model shoes, his first pro model shoes on, on Etnies. And he's been doing very good at the street league. So he'll probably be one of the, uh, one of the guys that will be in the US team going to the Olympics uh, next year. Nice. So that's sort of how you've tried to navigate it? Yeah, so through uh, innovation you yeah. know, in our product, through our rider, and through our authenticity, you know, the, we, we keep you right. know, going after. Has it been rough for you guys? Yeah, it hasn't been easy. I mean, yeah. I say uh, it hasn't been easy in, in, in the way where the market has changed a lot with, with e-commerce and uh, brick and model and you know, a lot of more promotion in the market. So we try to navigate this along the way to, to figure out a fair balance you know, between uh, all of this, you know, and try to to preserve, you know, as much margin as we can for our retailers. Right, right. So, in these last, say, five or six years, have you learned anything new? Like, have there been any? I know you've been in business a long time, but like, have, have has it has this time been even more challenging? Have you learned anything? Have you come away with it with like new lessons learned? Yeah, I think the last five years, I have to say. Especially the last few years, what I learned is actually that I need to learn much more. The attitude? Every, every day. Attitude. Every day I have to learn. Oh, to learn, yes. Yeah, because things are moving fast, fast, extremely fast with the digital age. Right. Everything is happening you know, on, on real time. I have to study uh, Instagram, for example. I study Instagram probably two hours a, a day to understand what the customer wants, their, their response on what we're posting, what they're looking for. I'm also studying the next generation, the alpha generation too. You know, that's basically the 10 years old and under. Uh, they are ex extremely fast thinkers. Uh, they're probably some of the, the best critical thinking mind uh, there's going to be uh, in the market. And there's a, the next generation, in, including, you know, how they look at um, how the behavior uh, are moving forward with the video games, you know, in particular. So it's a very, uh, it changed a lot of the, of the market, the way how they, they look at it and how they, they're gonna go skateboarding later or snowboarding or the video game is an important part of like who they are and where they're going with it and it's like impact the way they skate, they impact a lot of different things. Right. Would you ever try to do any partnerships with e you know, there's the whole esports thing and there's that whole world where people definitely, are Definitely, like I mean uh, yeah. we uh, I'm definitely interested to look into this. Yeah. You know, right now because I think there's a yeah, there's a big challenge. We also have to be ready for the next generation. Yeah, for you sure. Know? So that generation, I mean, a lot of those guys now we, we're learning is like that play video game are extremely good when they get into a sport. Because they're focused. You know, so for example, we see guys that have been playing like uh, F1 racing video games type and then became F1 racer drivers. Oh, really? And really good. Huh? And they came from the video game. Interesting. So I think a lot of our athletes, you know, uh, come in skateboarding uh, from video game too, um, or surfing or any other, any other sport because suddenly they, they, they are feeling that's really quick quick thinker and uh, of course you know when you skateboard it's a physical thing too you know but I think they, there's a time of reaction you know between the brain and, and, and the muscles and I think that their time of reaction is very fast probably faster than pre previous generations right because those 
synapses have been yeah. built. Yeah. What is your opinion of the Olympics, skateboarding in the Olympics? Where do you come down on that? I think there's like always like <coughs> people for and against the Olympics. I mean, for me, uh, I just look at it as, as only one event. And I look at it as, as an opportunity to talk about our culture, to talk what skateboarding is about, what surfing is about. You know, I know there's going to be some uh, surf movie coming up right before the Olympics. You know, they, I'm sure there will be plenty of like skate movie coming. And for me, it's about the Olympic is really a, a platform to expose our culture, you know, and uh, a, a platform to help uh, to have government backing us, backing up our consumer, you know, uh, building more skate park, you know, getting funds from the government, for their team, you know, their, they can travel around the world. Uh, to also have like uh, skateboarding in, uh, in school as a PE, you know, activity for Annapolis because Annapolis is recognized as an Olympic sport, so the government embraced it much more. So I think there's a lot of things, but I think the culture, uh, I, don't think, I don't think the culture is going to move out of this. It's, the culture is going to be more and more important, I think, because uh, a lot of people are going beyond now skateboarding and, and getting more, uh, or action sport in general, uh, more exposure to the culture because they realize it's not anymore like something dangerous or it's not anymore something like it's breaking a, a bunch or something like this they're embracing now and they talk about oh what's about all those people and, and all their creative mind everything they've been doing and now they want to cover in different media you know in different way because they say you know how come you know spike Jones yeah became like uh, an oscar winner um, he's a skater you know how come all this they don't and they don't think about it like okay where well, he was breaking bunch, you know, skateboarding. They're looking more for, okay, now we accept action sport you know, in, in, in society, and then let's, uh, let's look at you know, all those people and all the things they, they do, right. because they are amazing. Huh. And how are you handling the tariffs issue? Like, are you, are you shifting stuff out of China? Are you... So for us, we've been shifting stuff China already a long time ago. You know, we make, we make a lot of our, sh pretty much all our shoes in Vietnam already. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. Only uh, we only make our snowboard boots in China. Okay. Yeah, but uh, majority of our things are made in, in Vietnam right now. Oh, so. you were ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Here you must have known. Good job. No, I, don't, I didn't really know. It's, it's yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> we had a better price. Yeah. Well. In Vietnam, it was uh, it was better for shipping in Europe. We had uh, less duty okay. going to Europe, so that's why we we did that. Yeah. Interesting. And will you go to Tokyo and watch the Olympics? I'm not sure yet. Yeah. You know, I have to see, you know, all the thing I need to do. But I think I uh, definitely would like to see, you know, and especially if there's like a cultural event, you know, around skateboarding in Tokyo. I think it definitely will motivate me to go there. Yeah, that's great. So looking ahead to next year, what are some things company-wide that you're excited about? Like, you know, what are a few of your key initiatives? Uh, 2019? Yeah. Yeah, 2019. Okay. Um, yeah, I think so. First, I mean, in uh, in 32, uh, Nicola Müller is like a big excitement for us, you know, because we are like a solid legend from Europe, you know, riding riding for 32. So super excited about this. Uh, as far as like uh, America is constantly pushing our youth, so we have a lot of young guys, you know, on on the on the team uh, that are actually pretty amazing, and uh, where we do like different uh, collaboration uh, with. Uh, for us, uh, it's a huge like return of the 90s. So we've been releasing some of the shoes from the 90s, like the Scheme, for example, uh, that we released in 18, that that we actually did a, a modified model into 19, that's doing extremely good. Uh, so a little bit more sli slim from the 90s, but 
but still pretty big, you know, with what people want uh, today. Uh, and then uh, for uh, for ethnies, yeah, definitely the, the Michelin, you know, work that, that we're doing with uh, Chris, uh, Chris Justin, uh, or even the, the Coffin Brothers, you know, the... I mean, the, the Coffin Brothers, they, they're ranking very high right now, you know, in, in, in surfing, you know? Yeah. So very exciting about this, the Jeremy, Show, Jeremy Jones collab, also with the Winterize product, and the Brilliant Samanuk with the mountain bike. Uh, and then for Altamon, also uh, we have Altamon. How could I <laughs> so forget Altamon about that? Altamon is this uh, old brand, our heritage brand, you know, with a lot of uh, work we do with uh, Nin, uh, we do with a lot of the of the riders. We actually we are releasing a new uh, fit on on the bottoms uh, because the bottoms are changing a lot too. The shapes of the Big. bottoms are getting bigger. Uh, they also have different function, you know. For them, like somebody like Dakota would want with a bit bigger size uh, pants on the on the size side of the pants or Nin, where they want like more flex, more you know, uh, mm. be able to. Um, uh, yeah, to be more flexible when they are on their pants because they are just be, simply because their legs are getting stronger, bigger because they're jumping bigger stuff. So the, the the size part of the pants has to be larger and more flexible, you know, huh. for all these tricks. So it's moving with the tricks. Yeah, too. it's changing, huh. you know, uh, along the way. So we we see like, directly a, a, a functional uh, impact on on the product. And then with the with the baggier pants, they need the baggier shoe, right? Or the bigger shoe? Is that yeah. Correct? So generally, yeah, the, it looks better when you have a, a, a bigger shoe on on a, a bigger opening on on the pants on the right. bottom of the pants. So that's why also the '90s trend uh, works very well. Yeah. In that direction, it seems like it's all working in the same direction. It's very chunky. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for talking to me. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. As Thank always. You. Okay, Thank you for bye. interviewing me. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs>